Hello and welcome to Page 8. College football is underway and I'm joined by one of our sports writers, William Halliday. How are you doing today? Good, I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I mean, football is in the air right now and it's a great feeling. We got NFL coming up too. It's it's about to be a fun fall. Excited to see what the season's going to bring. I mean, just this weekend we finally saw the the beginning of the freeze era seeing what he could bring the atmosphere you know it was very electrifying i don't know if you were uh at the game were, were you at the game i was at the game i got there two and a half hours early it was a fun atmosphere seeing all the students come back for the game it was a good good time got to sit with my friends with it and watch some good Auburn football yeah did you felt like it was different there in, in the stadium because i when i was there i felt like it was a different kind of atmosphere seeing you know what freeze could bring to to the table, it was, you know, I, when Freeze was showing on the Jumbotron, people lost it. Yes. No, the hype video was great. It was a great intro with the whole Freeze stuff. It was it was awesome. It was a good theme for the game. Um, you, it was great with all the whiteout and everything. It was a good, just great, great energy for the game. Um, but, yeah, so. Yeah. Um, I mean, speaking of just not even only Freeze, but then Thorne, you know, had a big, like, uh, big pop when they also showed him on the jumbo patron like he was one of the players that i think everyone is excited to see yeah. you know um i mean we'll get into that further on but with them you know i think the sec cleaned up fairly well like uh the opponents they should I mean, that's another thing we'll get into later on but uh it starts off what how do you think the uh auburn played how do you think they like you think they're going to be good do you think they're going to be like okay like what did you see yeah it, it started out slow like we had we got first possession for offense obviously and we did a good job going down the field and scoring but the defense it didn't look great to start we seemed a bit rusty and we let I mean UMass go down the field and just run straight through us but I think they were able to change the game plan and just make some adjustments on the defensive side and they were able to keep them to just a touchdown within the first few quarters um, after that and then it it went all Auburn's way after that so um, I think mainly adjust on defense just make sure that you're steady at at the start because if you let them if you let Cal like who we're playing who Auburn's playing next week start to get going um that's going to be a downhill ride and it's just not where Auburn's going to be placed in that game so yeah it's that first drive on defense was not a great drive they looked lost out there it was they, they just got ran right all over by um UMass's offense it did not look good that that's my feeling this for this year is that the defense probably will regress, but uh, just see like so we can watch some good football here on the plains. Uh, offense though, I think the offense looked, I think not like it wasn't a top ten offense in the country, but I think it looked cleaned up. Like the offensive line looked cleaned up. It was things that we have not seen, like just basic things on offense, things that you know we shouldn't like. Be having our QB had to run for his life every right. single second of the game, you know. With, I think with Freeze, that's that's the biggest thing we're gonna see. Like I repeat myself from last week, which was Freeze is gonna I believe that he's gonna bring a big offensive improvement to this team. He's done it in the past, you know, Malik Willis, and now he's got Robbie Ashford. I feel like he's molding into something. I mean, what do you think of the offense? I think the offense is good. I think it's a good one-two punch with Robbie Ashford and Peyton Thorne. Um, where where Peyton Thorne is um, starting out on the offense and then he'll make a few passes. Um, and then once they get down into the red zone, Robbie can hand it off or he can run it on his own. I think that there was one uh, possession where I saw like 
I knew Robbie was going to run it each time. He was just going to fake the handoff and then go, and apparently the defense didn't catch up catch on to that and I just knew immediately that Robbie was going to go for the touchdown which is a great he's a great weapon to have now he like I don't I think it's great that we can have Peyton who can pass it down the field whereas Robbie once he gets to the end zone he can make some plays and just run with his legs to get get into the uh end zone and that would be that's great for Auburn offense I think do you feel like that it's gonna work this season because it reminds me of a uh what San Fran did with Trey Lance for a little bit. They used mm-hmm. him in the red zone package just to run it in, which I thought they would at least throw in a fake like, or like a right. pass play, but instead they just just kept just letting Robbie just run it in. Yeah, I think um, I saw a few plays where Peyton, he would throw a lob to the end zone, just a little um, fade. Um, it didn't, they didn't get any like touchdown passes off of that, but I think once he starts like getting more uh, reps in with those throws, I think he'll eventually nail him down and that freeze will. Uh, trust him to throw that make those plays especially when we get to sec competition but for right now i think we just stick with robbie and see how that goes or i I think Auburn should stick with uh robbie yeah with uh yeah and just see how that goes and we'll see where it goes from there yeah i think if ashford if we can get him you know throwing the ball at at a level that you know can manage the game because i think i still think thorn he's gonna i don't I don't think we're going to win games based off his talent. I think we're going to see some games if we keep this this system up of two QBs. You know, an SEC defense is going to stop that, and it's we're going to have to find some other way to score. And I think, I mean, we didn't get to see too much of Thorne throwing. I didn't think he looked terrible. I didn't think he looked amazed. I wasn't, you know, out, like amazed by anything he did. But I think he looked confident in his throws. You know, he made some, like, there were some throws I was like, oh, like, it scared me there a couple times uh, where a defender was kind of on a receiver's back. But, uh, you know, the receivers also played well. That was another thing. I think the receivers came up, you know, made some plays that we haven't seen made in recent years because we are used to just, you know, the last few years just been like, okay, tank, here you go, here's the ball, right. and try to get us going. Right. But then, then we have um, the SEC, which struggled this week with some games. So we had... Starting off, we had Florida against Utah Thursday night. Florida, I think after losing Richardson, it's probably a, it's a tough break for them. Mm-hmm. It's you know been very. It I don't know if I don't know about Billy Napier. Well, let's see. I know some Florida Florida fans do not feel very hyped on him right now. I mean Utah coming. I mean so is Utah. It's a very good program. Missing they were missing their uh, original starter, uh, Ryzen. But they came in and played, and Florida didn't show up. What did you think of that game? Yeah, um, I didn't get to see as much of that game, but I did get an overall feel for it um, just watching on the TV while I was at, at dinner. But I do think that, um, yeah, just without Richardson, just the NFL talent that he is, just I don't know with their quarterback room what the situation is there and uh, what Napier's going to do with that, especially after they lost one of their recruits. Um, I can't remember if he was going to come in next year but they lost him to an nil deal one of the top recruits there um i just don't know if just after richardson that was just like a once a one-time player really i don't know if napier can get that guy but if he can if they can make some improvements with the guy that they have maybe they can win a few games this year but i don't see them doing much this season yeah another uh big game for the sec this week was north carolina versus south carolina i was kind of i was honestly gonna be honest i was kind of high on south carolina i thought south carolina could I mean, they still could. Obviously, it's first game, first game of the season. You know, all the hype around each team that's won. You know, you got Colorado right now. Everyone's right. giving their roses to them. 
you know, so I South Carolina might could bounce. I, I believe in uh, Beamer Ball. <laughs> I yeah. believe in some Beamer Ball, but um, but again, it seemed like every single game that was like a prime time game started off very close in the first half, and that's how this game went. Yeah, and then they just fell apart in the uh, into going into the fourth. Yeah, I was gonna say it was very similar to the LSU Florida State game, which we'll I'm sure we'll touch on in a second. But um, just where South Carolina, the SEC team would do well in the first half, the quarterback would make some plays to get them up uh to get it in a close game but then they just fall apart in the second half and i don't know i know i remember last year um where south carolina had a amazing game against tennessee 63 38 that was a crazy one and then also clemson and then they did well in their bowl game um but i think um spencer rattler i think he'll adjust from this game and see what he had uh see what he did wrong in the second half and uh make the adjust right adjustments to do well in sec play yeah, I, th- I think Spencer, Rat- Spencer Rattler can be a good QB. I think he has the talent. Yeah. I don't know if, like, if he's going to put it together. That's kind of the real question. You know, right. he was one of those QBs coming out of, uh, I can't remember what it was, like a show I remember they had made. He was one of those kind of QBs that came out of that. It was this big kind of social media type QB that right. everyone had hype around in Oklahoma, comes to South Carolina. Didn't start off too well last year, but ended well – end of the year well you know and you're right. like okay like south carolina might be on something you know but again like it's again it's just week one so maybe like come back uh but then now moving on to florida state lsu that that one also got tough because i thought Jaden daniels another qb that i felt like could be in a heisman you know contention not, not winning it but at least in that conversation this year right you know he they struggled i thought you know I think Ryan Kelly is a good coach. I think they might rally because last year they also, if I remember correctly, started poorly. Because this game, I mean, 45-24 to 24 is a rough score to look at, especially uh, being a person that, or a team that's in the SEC, being known as a conference that's been dominant. And then, again, primetime Sunday night just gets blown out of the water. Yeah. Um, Jaden Daniels, I mean, he. there was one play I – Remember, like in the second half, they were down twenty four seventeen going on. Uh, going on. Uh, they were on offense, and one of his receivers slipped, and that's where all the momentum changed once he threw that interception. And I don't think that wasn't his fault, and I think that's where they lost the momentum um, to where they where Florida State ended up gaining on him a uh, two touchdown lead, and it just went downhill from there for them. Um, but I think they'll be able to recover from that. Um, I still think they're a good team. Just they just need to make some. Um, Jan Daniels just needs to be more comfortable in the pocket. I think. I think he just. I think he just makes one read and then he doesn't look for a second read a lot. Um, and then he just starts running. Um, that's not a good um, formula, I think, for him. And he needs to just take his time in the pocket and just trust his offensive line. We see that a lot, of, you know, young QBs and stuff where they're just. I think I don't know what it is. You see them. I think over time, sometimes you see them break into that habit and they just can't break that habit where they just don't trust the offensive line. They end up scrambling to their right or they're scrambling to their left. And they always have that one. They either do one or the other. Either they're always going to scramble to the left or they're going to always scramble to the right. Right. And it just becomes obvious for defenses because they're like, okay, this is what's going to happen. And that can really hurt an offense. So, yeah, I mean, you're definitely right. They He does need to just stay in the pocket, trust his offensive line, try to, you know, uh, make plays with his arm. Don't worry about like, hey, th- just let the play play out. Sometimes you're gonna take a hat, a sack. You're gonna get hit. You know, right. it's not gonna be. It's not the funnest thing to be getting yeah. hit by some uh, some of those defensive ends and defensive linemen. It's uh, 
obviously, I understand. I'd probably be running around too yeah. if I was in that position. I mean, they have the talent for all the wide receivers are great, I'm mm-hmm. sure. But and it's just like I think Brian Kelly just has to get through Jaden Daniels' head. Just like trust your offense, uh, just trust everybody around you, and they'll get his receivers will get open to where he can make the right pass. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now with these, uh, with the SEC having a very disappointing like primetime showing this week. What like what do you think the SEC can do? Because you think the because I think obviously the national media is going to be like okay SEC is is dead you know they're not there because I feel like right. this happens every year like bowl bowl games like the bowl season will go in and not every SEC team will win and or will have a bad showing. This I mean obviously not a great look starting off because I mean the rest everyone else kind of had like kind of cupcake games kind of just see like okay let's see what we got see if we got right. anything on the bench that can like do something later on maybe next year or later in the season when we, if we need them so my question is i guess building off all this is do you think the sec is still the top dog that wins the national championship yeah um just seeing how like obviously georgia they're looking for a three-peat this year mm-hmm. um i don't think that carson beck is the guy for that just i think they're gonna have to just trust their defense and see how far they can go alabama um now Quarterback play was pretty good, as but again they didn't play the a great matchup there. But I think that it'll grow. They'll figure it out along the way. Um, I think this year it's just it's different because a lot of star talent left. I mean, you had Stetson Bennett, Bryce mm-hmm. Young, Hendon Hooker. They all left for the NFL, and it's just I think a bu- it's going to come down to quarterback play and who will step up and which one of them and that that team whoever has the top quarterback from there they'll make their way to the um champion to the college football playoff and see if they can make it to the championship there. But I think that SEC is still the top dog in terms of conferences. Um I, I th- although I will say the Pac twelve is making a stand with um uh Caleb Williams. I mean <laughs> uh he's obviously the top quarterback in the nation, I believe. Um and then you have some other schools um as well, but I still think that SEC is still the top dog. They just may not have been as great as last year. Yeah, it's. I think it's telling just to see the SEC. I feel like they do struggle every now and then, like to see the SEC struggle just against these games. We're like, okay, you know, it's an SEC team. I think it's just that they're held to this high standard, and then you get knocked down, and then we have a team to go and win a national championship. So then it puts on expectations for the rest of the the conference to be like, all right. Y'all have had the, I can't even know how many, but at least this last decade, probably, what, seven, eight, probably of the last national championships, I would guess. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it just shows how dominant the conference has been. But is it the conference or is it just Alabama, Georgia? You know, it's just because that's, it's kind of the also the other thing because you have other teams in the SEC that have just not been great and Auburn was had was one of those teams the last couple of years right um I think you could see it for, especially from last year where there was a point um where some like college football analysts were thinking that there could have been four SEC teams in the college football playoff except once Tennessee lost to Georgia and then Ole Miss lost to Alabama it, it kind of lost uh it kind of didn't keep gaining uh momentum and track from there um but I still think that like I mean it's it's a good conference for Georgia and Alabama they build up their resumes because of the teams they're playing like Tennessee mm-hmm. Ole Miss as I was saying LSU um and you see you still see teams going to uh New Year's Six game New Year's Six bowl games um but 
yeah, I mean, I still, I still think that the competition is to a different level compared to, you have the ACC who really only has Florida state and Clemson that I can name in North Carolina. Um, and then just some other like conferences that only have a few schools that are ranked or just are nationally known, especially on TV. But yeah. Yeah. It's really just between the big 10 and the SEC really, this is right. only two conferences that seem to be, um, vying for fight, a spot, yeah, <laughs> vying for the, you know, those four playoff spots. Which, I mean, I've never, I guess I'm not a big fan of the whole expansion. I don't know. I, I know it's more exciting, but yeah. I feel like I feel like there's going to be some blowouts we're going to see. I think we're going to see the yeah. distance in some of those teams. Yeah, no, I, I was talking about it uh, with a friend of mine um, on another podcast just about, I mean, now you ha- I have a, there's a guy from my old high school. He just went to go play for, uh, just signed to go play for Stanford, um, or he's going to sign. Um, and now he's going to be having to go, like 3,000 miles across the country just to go play a game on a Saturday night. And it's going to mess with their academics and everything. And that's just a whole nother situation. But um, again, as it, as it seems to always be in these kinds of businesses is for the money. Um, They're just trying to make TV deals. And a lot of what I've heard is like, they're trying to make up lost money from the COVID year. Um, So, but yeah, I mean, it's, it it stinks just because, I mean, it takes away a lot of rivalries. We like, Mm -hmm. um, and things like that but um in the end it's i guess these schools want it and they think they'll get better competition out of it um especially with the playoffs expanding too that they can get a spot in there but um we'll see how fans react to it and just the college football just universe and everything like that so we'll see we'll see how it plays out and then uh going back to qb play of the sec schools which which qb stood out to you this week yeah, um, SEC schools, hmm, quarterback. I'd probably say Joe Milton for me. I think like last year in the New Year's Six Bowl for the Orange Bowl against Clemson, a lot of people didn't know if he was going to be able to step up after Hendon Hooker went down, and he delivered, and he was the MVP of that bowl game. And now people are trying to see if he's – I think ESPN named him one of the most important – I think player like in college football, because if he does super well, they can, and like is consistent with his throwing and able to make um, uh, accurate passes, then he can, um, they can make it to the college football playoff is what they were saying. Um, And I believe that just, he had a decent showing against Virginia, not the best defense out there, but still, I mean, he made some good throws. I think he needs to be more, um, relax in the pocket and not always going to run for a touchdown or something. I'd like to see him make some plays in the red zone. But uh, I think he's he's the one that stood out probably the most to me this weekend, past weekend. Yeah, I think for me, I get, get some flack on this, but uh, Milrow. Oh, yeah, Alabama, no, I yeah. think five it, touchdown performance or something like that. That felt like Saban's way of saying we're not done yet. Just right. Kinda, so that's. Scary thing here on the plains here and something like that, but it's you know, Georgia and Alabama, they're both very good programs. I think just showing with Alabama, it might just come down to that QB play of which of those two teams is going to make it further in the uh playoffs or get past the SEC championship. So, I mean, it, it'll be interesting this year to see how the SEC turns out, but yeah, what, what would you think of the rest of the uh, college football? Is there any team like games that stood out to you this week? Yeah, um. I don't know. Really, it's just the Florida State LSU mm-hmm. game. That's the main game that stood out to me. It felt really energized and everything, as we were talking about earlier. 
Uh, but other games, I guess, that I saw or that I heard about, the Clemson-Duke game, that mm-hmm. stood out just because, like, Clemson, they're not as – they didn't seem as great as they were projected to be. And Duke, like, they – or Clemson dropped, like, 16 spots in the AP poll. And that just tells you enough about what the AP voters think about them after the Duke loss. But I think that that's the one game that, like, I took notice of just to know that Clemson – they're not on the right track, and Davis Winnie is going to have to make some major adjustments if they want to get back to co- go into the college football playoff. But, yeah. Yeah, it was definitely a rough showing. You had the three red zone trips that ended yeah. in no score. You had the missed field goal starting off and the two fumbles. It was it was rough. It was very rough to watch. Yeah. You know, that was definitely, I think, just like Clemson. It's kind of, It reminded me of kind of like Notre Dame because Notre Dame's always kind of like a very high projected school that they're not bad like right. it's just they're not going to be the expectations people have for them yeah so that it's i feel like that's how clemson's going to be they've but it's really weird because i i mean even when they're winning their national championship years they would struggle against teams like duke they would struggle against teams like wake forest they would just struggle in those games but then when it came to like hey we're playing alabama we're playing these top schools they would step up right yeah i just think that i mean they got a new and they have Cake Klubnik. I mean, yeah, he played some games last year and did pretty well. A lot of people were comparing him to Trevor Lawrence. I think that was overhyped. But I think just it's it's part of the learning experience. Like that was his first time like starting out a season and just they just need to they just need to make some adjustments there. And we'll see what the rest of the ACC schedule. It was, it was surprising to me that they started out with an ACC games that was on Monday night. But we'll see if he can get his confidence back in maybe a smaller game and see where it goes from there. And then another game for me that, that stood out, I think that one everyone's already talking about, I mentioned earlier, Colorado. Yes. Now, my whole thing is, you know, was that a fluke or is that just Dion? Actually, you know, he's going to be a threat in college football. Right. or Because, I mean, it was TCU. They, they beat – TCU, which was a team that was in the national championship last year. But, but their they, defense was terrible. Yeah, and they got beat, was it 68-7 to yes. seven or something? Right. They got beat pretty badly in yeah. that game. This, uh, I mean, I know people are going to say, well, that's just how good Georgia was. And Georgia was a great team. Right. But then they lose pieces like Duggan. Duggan, I think, was the heart of that team. Yeah. You lose him and just mm. – I don't think Colorado's going to be bad. Don't get me wrong. I think, yeah. I think they beat Nebraska. Deion Sanders' son – at quarterback i think he made some good plays um uh and i think he's for real travis hunter mm-hmm. i mean what can you say about him he was a five-star coming out of high school yeah i think he was number, the number one, number one recruit yep yeah. yeah um and he was great on both sides of the ball um some people are calling for him to be the heisman front runner um i think is what i've heard um but like charles woodson in the yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah i think i think it was a great win for them definitely hyped him up a lot and yeah tcu i think they're a good team just as we saw with like good offenses that or offenses that just don't have a great defense, just I mean anything can happen in a game, and so that I think that's how Colorado was able to win that game. So, do we know if Colorado's for real? Just beating TCU. I mean, it was still a great game, and it was I'm sure they're going to be a good team this year, but I don't know I I don't know if they're going to be that great. No. Um, just I think I'd like to see them against uh, some different opponents. Once well, they, they get- do have USC, uh, USC, they have USC, right? So um, that'll be that. A- that'll be a very hyped, hyped game. game if they can keep uh, winning going into that. Because right. I think I mean they've already matched their totals from last year at one. Yeah, win, so, I mean, 
They just gotta beat Nebraska <laughs> next they week, and then the they, bar, they right? and then they win, and then they'll be better. But yeah. I guess to close this out. What is your expectations for this weekend going to California for Auburn? Well, it's a new environment for Auburn fans, um, especially for those making the trip. But I think I'm just expecting. I want to see how Peyton Thorne does in a different kind of environment and just see how he does with the Auburn offense with Hugh Freeze. I want to see how Hugh Freeze does with the in-game adjustments he makes because um, this is his first real test of the season. And just I want to see just how that one-two combo punch from Peyton Thorne and uh, Robbie Ashford play out, see if they can make uh, some moves just running down the field and everything with that. So I also think the defense is going to have to step up, especially from the first play at the line of scrimmage. That's where it's going to come. What it's going to come down to, I think. Yeah, going back to the defense, I remember I said something to someone recently. I said, "I just really hope our defense is not going to be in a place where we're going to have shootouts. They're fun yeah. to watch, but right, very stressful. You don't know, see that stuff happen, you know. Uh, which I mean, it could be. That's honestly what could happen with Auburn, just having to just win offensively, which." In years past, that wasn't the case. We right. didn't, you know, it was just it was like, all right, defense, go out there, like Carlson, go kick a field goal, yeah. that'd be it, and we would have to win a game sixteen to twelve or yeah. something. <laughs> right. So yeah, it was. Um, so it's I mean, definitely a new year. I, I think this is I think the real first game for Freeze. Honestly, I mean, no, no, you know, offense to UMass. I mean, I think UMass is a decent program. They're not, but they're not at the level as a program as Cal. Right. So I think. This is going to be a very big test for Freeze. I think he's really going to have to show what he can do with this offense, what this team can do, get this team motivated, get them ready. Because obviously, you know, beating a team 59 to 14 this weekend is nice. I think they looked put together, but it's like, let's see you do it against a team that's going to put up more of a fight. Yeah, it's just going to be, I think this will be a good opener or just like good lead into SEC play and just see where where uh, he freezes at and just his game plan and everything. But, yeah. Who's your player to watch for this game? Player to watch, um, I think it's st- still got to be Peyton Thorne mm-hmm. um, just to see how he goes against some um, – no, again, no. you think Freeze will let him throw much? Because at first, I th- that first I think, few drives this week, and he didn't throw the ball as right, much. Right, right. I think they'll start out. I think my guess is that they'll probably either run the ball at first, and then maybe throw a few screen passes just to get his arm warmed up, and just for that. And then they'll start making some plays downfield after the first drive or something like that, and see where they can go from there. Well, that does it for today uh, on page eight. Thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe, and follow, and share with a friend. Again, thank you for listening.